You're listening to Smart to Death Radio. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Alright everyone, welcome to a very special Sunday drop of Queen's Court with your girl, the Queen of Any, right here on Smart to Death Radio. Listen, I talked to Anthony uh, earlier this week about covering Synergy, the GSI 2020 show, and you knew I was going to do it, and I was like, yes, it's going to happen, and then I put it out on Twitter last night during the show, like, maybe I should bring a friend, and our pal, the wonderful... Uh, Chris Black underscore Baymax 8, who also did the graphic for this episode that you're seeing on Twitter, um, suggested this fabulous guest. And I was like, why didn't I think of that in the first place? So, of course, you know her, you love her, podcaster, writer, CBO of WrestleJoy Extraordinaire. The Phoenix is back in the castle, Miss Amy. Hello. (laughs) Hello. I am so thrilled to be back in the castle with the queen today. (laughs) I'm thrilled to have you. And what a show we witnessed yesterday. Am I right? Oh, it was so fun. Yesterday was a great day for wrestling. This whole weekend is amazing for wrestling. But getting to watch Synergy with their GSI tournament, oh, it was so much fun. It was such a great show. It was such a great show. And, like, you know, we're watching GCW rolling right into this one. And it's just like, how did we get so lucky this weekend? Plus Beyond, plus GCW Part 2 in a couple of hours. We're just, you know, rolling in the wrestling love right now. And I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. It's nice to see. Yeah, it's a pretty good place to be in, you know, where you've got, like, all of this great wrestling converging into one weekend with I don't even know how many shows there are. It's it's just a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And boy, did we get a treat in the Garden State Invitational 2020 last night. We had a stacked card. Of course, they had the, the GSI uh, first round, then second round semifinal matches, and then the final. So that was the whole point, I guess, if you will, of the pay-per-view. <laughs> and then we had some fun things thrown in there, like... Um, the Cruiserweight Crown match and the uh, Synergy Pro Wrestling Championship match. So we had some good things, plus a little triple threat, some surprises, some announcements. It was a great, great time. And I'm so glad you're here to talk about it. And I hope everybody who didn't get a chance to watch it will click the link uh, underneath here that I'm going to put both on Twitter and in the episode Buy this show. It is $9.99. I can't believe I said that out loud. Like, we got a $10, like, I feel like it was should be 20 at least <laughs> for what we got last night. So please check it out. What did we have in store? Well, if you looked at all the graphics and saw the, the flurry of activity on Twitter, we had several matches last night. We had um, four first-round matches in the Garden State Invitational itself, which were KTB versus Simon Gotch, Tony Deppen versus Gregory Iron, Jordan Oliver versus Myron Reed, and Anthony Green, surprise, coming in for Matt Cross due to injury versus Gary J. We had the Cruiserweight Crown Championship match, which was originally a triple threat, but due to injury, uh, the lovely Casey Cattell, or excuse me, Sickness, was unable to be there. So uh, it became a one-on-one. T.J. Crawford versus Ellis Taylor to crown the first ever king 
of the cruiserweights. Then we had the semifinal matches in the GSI, which were Tony Deppen versus KTB, Jordan Oliver versus Anthony Green. We had the Synergy Pro Wrestling Championship match, Frightmare versus Deshaun Pratt. We had a lovely triple threat non-tournament match, just for some good old fun, Charles Manson versus Joey Silver and Joshua Wells. And lastly, of course, the finals for the GSI, Tony Deppen versus Jordan Oliver. Oh, my God. That was like a word vomit, Amy. Woohoo! That was a lot. <laughs> well, but like you said, like this show was 10 bucks and look at how stacked this card was. Mm. You got a bang for your buck, honey. Yes, you did. So let's start at the top, right? So we open the show up. We're all excited. We have this great video package. We have creative director Nicholas K on commentary with the one and only Eric Corvus. If you don't know Eric Corvus, get in the know. He is an absolute delight. Wonderful in the ring, of course, but adds so much to commentary. And, of course, he couldn't be in uh, the show because he has a hand injury. But we roll right in, start action right away with MC Hale uh, kicking us off in the first round match versus KTB. KTB Malls. Oh, my God, what a star. Versus Simon Gotch, who a lot of people, I think, are very familiar from, from his NXT and WWE days. Um, my God, this was hard-hitting. And, like, I knew it was going to be great given the both of these guys, but it was a lot of technical test of strength engagement between these two. Oh, this was such a great match. So I'm kind of an outlier because I'm not really familiar with Simon Gotch. Yeah. I wasn't around with WWE and all that when he was there. So I've I've heard his name, of course. You know, he's familiar on Twitter. People talk about him a lot. Um, but going into this match, I was like, okay, KTV is totally going to take this. Easy peasy. Right. It's done. He moves on. Like, that's great. By the end of the match, I'm like, oh, my God, Simon Gotch totally has this match. Like, it was so back and forth between them. It was a joy to watch. There was so much high energy to kick off this show. And it actually it did a great job of setting the whole tone for the show. Because a lot of these matches were just gritty. Like everyone's digging into everything they have and getting their last reserves out. And it was just, oh, it was so good. I loved this match. It was a great way to start the show. Loved seeing KTV win. But by the time he did, I was totally going for Gotch. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what's fun, I think, about this tournament is like everybody in here has has fans on both sides. And it's almost like I, I almost don't care who wins because they're both going to put in maximum effort. So like you deserve it, you know, and it's so fun to watch these two go at it. Like I knew it was going to be a lot of grappling and we'd see a lot of power moves. They're both very strong. KTB, of course, with that beautiful German suplex that he gave Simon Gotch. I was just like, oh, my God, if you didn't love KTB already, like you're going to love him even more now after watching this one. It was a perfect opener. It gave us the little oomph to start the show. And, it, and you're right. It showed how serious these wrestlers are taking this tournament. And it was awesome. And, uh, you know, we had a little bit of heel foolery afterwards, right? Simon got attacked. <laughs> <laughs> KTB. But, you know, KTB ended up victorious. And it pops us right into that next match where you know that KTB is either going to face Tony Deppen or Gregory Iron. Now, Amy, I know that you felt some type of way about Gregory Iron last night because uh, <laughs> a friend of ours posted some screenshots of their of their timeline, <laughs> and we were both on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> but we were both equally excited about yeah. each part of that spectrum. <laughs> we really were. We really were. I'm a huge Tony Deppen mark. I can't help myself. <laughs> I mean, we built this city. Like, how can you not be? He gets you from the outset. Like, 
as soon as his entrance music hits, you're just like, yes, yes, please, all of this. <laughs> and more, please. Yeah, but what did you think about this matchup between Tony Deppin and Gregory Iron? I'd seen, and I think you might have too from watching GCW, had seen him there um, and maybe some other places. I'm not sure, but this was your first introduction to Gregory Iron. I mean, what a show out for the guy. Oh, my God. I love Gregory Irons. So he came out and they introduced him as being a wrestler with cerebral palsy. Right. And I was interested by this, but I, you know, I'm, I'm in it on the show. I'm, I'm on the wave. I'm just kind of, you know, going with the flow as it goes. And as this match goes on, it's incredible how good this guy is. Like he's amazing. And I had to laugh because I think he has a move called like the handicap parking or something, which was something hilarious. like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was laughing, yeah. like, Oh, that's cute. But the thing that I really loved about Gregory iron was that they mentioned that he had, um, that he has cerebral palsy and you know, you can, you can see that, but he's such a good wrestler that it made me so happy for him and for other people who have disabilities to look up and see this guy legitimately kicking ass. Like it's not legitimately kicking ass and he has cerebral palsy. Like he legitimately kicked ass out there. It was so cool to see him. So it was the first time I had seen him. I absolutely loved him. This guy was flying all over the ring, giving chops like crazy, doing hurricane ranas. Like, and I love all of those things. Those are my favorite things. <laughs> so. I know that hurricane rana was awesome, huh? Yeah, this whole match was great. And Tony Deppin was great, too. I've seen him in GCW. I'm not super familiar with him, but the more I watch independent wrestling, the more I see him. And so it was it was fun to see him. And of course, you know, I, I love his entrance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I know. Right. <laughs> so already I'm just in it. And the thing that I loved about this match, though, was that it took the energy of the first match that had already set this tone of like these guys digging in and going at it with all they've got and continue to that momentum where you're like, by the time this match is over, holy crap, this is going to be an amazing show. Yeah, it, you're really right. The, the both of these two, which were the the you know setting setting the tone as you mentioned, but the first two to showcase what the GSI is going to be all about this year. I mean, you couldn't ask for four better guys. And Tony Deppin is a a national treasure. I think it's truly a crime that he is not signed anywhere. Um, I, it's going to be my campaign mission <laughs> to try and help that in any way, shape, or form. He's just so dang good and, and wonderful in the ring. And these two together made some magic. And you have to have such deep respect, too, for Gregory Iron and, and the way that he you know comes out. And he's like, yeah, this is who I am, and that's it. But I'm going to wow you. And you're going to, like enjoy watching me wrestle and i'm like yes dude yes i do like i love it and it it was so funny he had this beautiful little move he had this beautiful tornado ddt oh my god i was just like yes gregory and i was cheering for gregory of course but you know tony deppin's my guy so i had to root for him to to win this one sorry greg but <laughs> he uh he got a cheeky little victory so i'm sorry about that but <laughs> We get Deppin versus KTB in the finals. And of course, that won't be the last you see of Gregory Iron. I'm sure he will be making further appearances at Synergy. I mean, what an impression. Oh, what so, an impression. so good. Yeah, so good. And speaking of so good. So when this GSI tournament was announced and our pal Anthony from Smart to Death, of course, uh, was a part of the uh, reveal of the bracket, if you will, uh, and selecting these players, this match came to be, which was Jordan Oliver versus Myron Reed. Like, they're tag team partners now. So now they have to go head to head. 
And this was the match that I was looking forward to the most. I think Jordan Oliver gets a bad <laughs> rep a lot of time, especially in GCW. It's kind of funny. I don't like Jordan Oliver when he wrestles in GCW, but I love when he wrestles in Synergy. It's really hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why it is. I think it's just the way he hams up his character in GCW that I'm like, boo, you heal. But in yeah. Synergy, it's so good, right? So it's like, ah, and these are the future of, of the industry. I mean, the young up-and-comers, some real good offense here. And I think this was probably one of my favorite matches of the night. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. Like, I was going to say, this is my match of the night. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to this match the most because I found out about Myron Reed from a GCW show. It was the first time I had ever seen him. And I was just like, oh, my God, I love this guy. Like, I love flippy shit. <laughs> So much. <laughs> and so like seeing him, he was really, really great. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm all about this guy. I went and followed him. This is going to be great. So I was really hyped for this match already. These guys, like when you watch a match and you see people dazzling you with their athletics and you see people mm. break out that super quick speed and then you see them go, you know, head to head with the forearms and the chops and then they're both laying down exhausted on the mat. And then they're getting back up and they're doing it again. And this happened so many times during this match that you knew that this was them giving every single thing that they had to each other in this match. It was so, so good and just dazzling. I loved this match. Yeah, it was dazzling. It's a great way to describe it. Yes, there's there's flippy things and yes, there's high impact and beautiful suplexes and, and really just great stuff. But to me, this is like an absolute clinic of the young new generation of wrestlers giving it everything they have to showcase that how good that they are really it's it's unbelievable and these two have such like potential for growth they're already great imagine in a couple of years with more experience and more shows and and more opportunities what they'd be like then oh it's like the best it makes my heart swell with happiness and man what a fight they put in and and I was so excited about this match that I tweeted at Colin and I was like, do you think they could both move on? Like, is that okay? Can we do that? <laughs> Probably not. But like, we can make a triple threat, right? <laughs> I didn't want Myron not to win. But I was so happy that Jordan Oliver got got the W in this one. Yeah, well, by the end of this match, this was one of those things where you're just so proud of whoever yeah. is to have come out of that because they gave so much of it to each other. You could tell it meant the world to them that they took this seriously, that they took their, um, you know, head to head rivalry for this match seriously. And they gave it everything they had. So whoever was left standing at the win, all you could do was applaud and stand up for that. Oh, absolutely. And, and, these three first matches, I was just looking at the screen and I looked at Mr. Q and I was like, how good is this show so far? Like, it's so good. And we're about to get them another match that I was really excited for. Matthew Cross, oh my God, what a guy, versus Gary J. And then, then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, something's going on. Nicholas K gets in the ring. He takes the mic and says, you know, Matt Cross is unable to compete due to a back injury. He suffered, you know, in, in training and, and they did this very quickly. And now in comes the GSI champion from last year, Anthony Green. So Colin teased this last night with the song and our two, sorry, two nights ago now. And I'm like, oh, no, it's, it's happening. Anthony Green's coming. I, I can feel it. 
And there he was. And then he comes out in all of his freaking glory. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So this was your first time seeing Anthony Green, right? I'm obsessed ah, with yes. Anthony Green. <laughs> I am I so him. obsessed with this guy. Like, I've seen, you know, the pictures of him winning the trophy last year. I've never seen him wrestle. And all of a sudden, this dude comes out. He's got mutton chops and a mustache and long hair and pink sparkly tiger stripe pants, sunglasses. And I'm just like... And he's coming out to heaven is a place on earth. And I'm just like, this guy is the best thing I've ever seen. Like, if you think of a cartoon where their eyes just get wider and wider and wider, and then suddenly they're filled with, like, sparkly stars, you know, as they love something. That was me (laughs) watching Anthony Green last night. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the best. (laughs) I love it. It was so fun to see him back in Synergy. He's super fun. If you've seen him in another Indies, for those of you listening, you know, like, what a joy Anthony Green is to watch and how fun this matchup was for Gary J. And and props to Gary J. for, like, prepping for Matt Cross and being like, oh, nope, just kidding. <laughs> it's Anthony Green. Okay, here we go. And that's a totally different opponent, right? Um, man, they went at it straight away. The bell rang and boom, here we go. And it is just exciting. And um Wow, what a great matchup between these two. Very solid offense from both. You could really start seeing like their big strikes against one another, especially when they got right in the center of the ring. They were going back and forth for a while. And, uh, you know, it almost went Gary J's way there for a second. And I was like, oh, he's going to beat the, the last year's winner. This is madness. <laughs> and yeah. sure enough, Anthony Green pulls out the win. But I love that, that you have these moments, just like with KTB and Simon Gotch, where you think that the other guy is totally going to win this. And that, to me, is the magic of a really great match when the story goes back and forth and it's so believable and they're so good at it that you really have no idea who's going to win this. It would have been a huge upset and amazing for Gary J to beat the winner of the last year's tournament. But... I mean, I would have been crushed because I wanted I to see more of Anthony Green. <laughs> Which we didn't end up getting. So thank goodness for that. <laughs> yes. But it was a great showing from, from Gary J as well. And, and it's super, super fun. So that kind of closed out our first round. So we have our our, our next set of matchups, right, to come, to come through. And um, we have to take a little bit of a break, though, because it's time for a different match. We got to give everybody a rest <laughs> before they come back for semifinals. And we get the Cruiserweight Crown Championship. So before we talk about the match, we have to talk about the actual crown itself. I mean, yes. how beautiful is that thing? It is gorgeous. Like, I love this crown so much. It's adorned with blue Swarovski crystals. Mm-hmm. And it's made by a woman in Russia. And I'm pretty sure it's the only crown <laughs> for like a wrestling title. I I can't think of any other crowns that, you know, stand in for a belt. So this is just such a unique and amazing work of art. And the crown itself is just, it's so beautiful. I want to wear it. Like, I want to just know if I can be like, can I can I pay you for a photo op with this crown? <laughs> just for a second, I'll give it right back. It's so beautiful. Yes, yes, it is so beautiful. Like when, so when Colin came to, to reveal it on my former uh, network, DUIWTSB, on the, on the main show that we did, we did an interview with Colin and he revealed this crown and we were talking about it. We did an interview with him and I was like, so what's the deal with this crown? Like, 
Is it going to act like a belt? Do they have to defend it all the time? Do they get a king gimmick? Like, what are we going to do here? And he was like, well, it's going to kind of be up to the the person who wins it, like how we're going to defend this crown. Um, it will act exactly like a belt. You just wear it on your head. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, this is perfect. I'm a queen. I love crowns. So I'm in. Um, <laughs> totally bought in for this from the second that, you know, this happened. But I think the ultimate fun part about it is the way that we got here. They did matches um, before, you know, covid and um, to, to get to the finals, which were supposed to be Casey Cattell, TJ Crawford, and Ellis Taylor. Um, and due to illness, Casey had to drop out. So this became a singles competition. TJ Crawford, the Windy City Kid, versus Ellis Taylor, the Hellboy, part of Young, Dumb, and Broke with Jordan Oliver. I had the wonderful opportunity to speak with both of these guys before uh, this match ended up taking place. And, you know, Ellis is your typical heel, right? And TJ is your young, exciting baby face. But what's interesting is when I spoke to TJ, he told me about how he felt really bad that in his kind of qualifier match, he pulled someone's tights in order to get the pin. And he felt so bad about it, he told me, that he had Colin not pay him for his evening's work because he felt that guilty. So imagine my surprise, Amy. <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine my surprise when this man wins the crown and becomes the Windy City King by nefarious actions. Let's talk about the match, first of all. Okay, that what is amazing. Think? Isn't that crazy? That's- background is fantastic liar (laughs) (laughs) oh man well this match was so great so I was already hyped because we have the crown like this is the match to determine who gets to wear this crown and I'm all about this crown like I'm I'm as obsessed with this crown as I am now with Anthony Green like it's just amazing so I'm already hyped about it and then it's like (gasps) We get a cruiserweight match. These guys have been beating the crap out of each other all night. And now we get people running around and being crazy. And this is going to be awesome. And it was. And of course, they also had, you know, that fighting spirit, that heart where they're, you know, just going at it with each other. But I I love the athletics and the speed of cruiserweights so much. And both of these guys were completely new to me going into this match. And I came away from it. Totally hyped about both of them. And I was really glad to see TJ Crawford pick up the win here. The crowd looks great on him. It looks like it was made for him. But I'm really hyped for Casey Catal to come back and get that crown because that's hers. And I will be rooting for her to get that when she comes back with everything that I have. (laughs) Oh, big same. We love Casey Catal. Now, TJ, you're right. Looks like he's made for this crown. I thought they had a great back and forth, him and Ellis. And I thought that the ending, he just kind of turned a switch. And I'm used to seeing TJ all smiles and like really peppy and hyping up the crowd. And boy, did he pull a bait and switch because at the first responder show, he was like defending Casey, going at Ellis, talking trash to him, saying how rude he was. And then this little smirk that he put on his face when he got that crown, I was like, ooh, some people were just born to play this role, honey, and it might be you. So it was great. And I was so excited for him to take this crown. Now I'm even more pumped to see how he's going to defend it. Um, This is TJ's first singles belt, if you will, crown. And um, I'm excited to see him 
perform and defend this crown. And I'm even more excited that Casey will be the number one contender because we're going to have a queen, honey. And that's how I believe we're going. (laughs) So hats off to Casey. Let's go. And after this happened, we had a, a little intermission. And they teased us, Amy, on the intermission and said, Synergy Pro Wrestling returns with a special unadvertised announcement. And I'm like, oh, Colin is up to something. What is he doing? He promised us surprises. So I'm sitting here like, well, we had Anthony Green. That was pretty cool. Love that. Had the surprise of him. Had the surprise of TJ turning heel, taking the crown. Love that. So what else are we going to get? Well. We got this announcement. And by the way, I have to say, Colin, that speech that you gave to introduce what Amy and I are about to talk about here. Oh, boy, it was good. Amy, we are getting a women's Garden State Invitational this December. And it's not just in the ring. It is the referees, commentary, Colin's job, creative directors, photographers, videographers, the whole nine is going to be run by women. Now talk about putting your money where your mouth is, embracing equality. Nobody pushes for equality more than than Synergy does. Uh, And just like welcoming and inclusivity. To see this, oh my God. Like I got chills. I started to cry a little bit. A little teary, a little emotional. (laughs) Couldn't help myself because this is a huge deal. Everybody talks about doing something like this, right? Or, or, Or including women more in all aspects of the wrestling business. This is a huge step forward completely agreed um i spoke with colin on the phone um for a while when we were talking about sponsorship of the show you know Mm -hmm. as smart to death and wrestle joy had both sponsored elements of this show and one of the things that he had said during that conversation was that he wanted to um work on featuring more women with synergy that this was something that was really important to him because you know it, it matters. Representation matters. Equality matters. Like there's so much with this that matters. And, you know, to, to, for me, I thought that this meant, okay, we're going to have more women on a show in the future. And instead he comes out with this news that every single element of this show is going to be run by women. The wrestlers in the ring, you're going to have eight women fighting for this trophy. They're going to have the same trophy. They're going to have the same accolades. And every element from the referees to the camera people, like you said, everyone is going to be a woman. And I think that's such a wonderful way to show that you're putting real action behind your ideas. Anybody can say that they would like to see more women in wrestling or that they would like to see more representation in wrestling, but to actually redo an entire show (laughs) to put that whole focus there I think really means something. And I am i cannot wait to see who they announce for the show. And I cannot wait to see those women in action, like the people who are pulling the strings to make this happen. You know, the people who are behind the scenes in production, on commentary, doing the creative directing. I can't wait to see that come into focus. And I can't wait to see what differences there are in the show because of that. It's going to be wonderful to see to me wonderful to see i'm so thrilled this announcement had me so shook that like part of the next match i didn't watch it i felt really bad 
But I was so excited about this opportunity. Like, what a showcase for women and what a showcase and stance, right? Real action, like you said, from an indie promotion. I just want everybody to take notes because this is something that I think we need to see pushed and supported uh, throughout the indie wrestling scene and, and even bigger. It's just something that I think is just mwah, chef's kiss. Love it. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, everybody at Synergy. And, buddy, whatever you need, <laughs> whatever you need me to do, sponsorships, uh, podcasting interviews, call me. <laughs> I will support 100 million percent because nothing is more important to us women wrestling fans than having equal representation. So we're here for you. <laughs> Just let us know what you need. Um, but yeah, so like I said, this uh, announcement kind of shook me so bad that I missed part of KTB <laughs> versus Tony Devin. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that because I did too. Um, and it was funny because commentary, you know, right after they make this announcement, there's like a, a half beat before Tony Deppin runs out and like attacks KTB and yes. commentary is like, they stole our moment. We were supposed <laughs> to be talking about this amazing announcement. And Tony Deppin came out and destroyed that moment. And I was like, nah, fam, we got you. Like all we're talking about right now is that announcement. Right. <laughs> I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. I'm sorry. I feel bad about that. But at the same time, this is such big news and it was yeah. so fun to talk about that, you know, we, we got you guys. We're, we're on Twitter. We're talking about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were talking about it. All right. <laughs> That's for sure. And I was like, excuse me, Tony Deppin. I just was singing your praises. What is the matter with you? <laughs> Stop it. We dealt a low blow to the conversation. <laughs> he did that heel. <laughs> But I will say, what I did see of it really, truly was excellent. I mean, how do you go wrong? Tony Depp and KTB, just absolute slap vest going on in there. I didn't know who to cheer for. I love them both. I really do. And I wasn't, I will say, though, surprised that Tony Depp came out with the win. I just had a feeling he came in hot like that. He interrupted everything and was ready to go. He looked ready in the ring like he wanted to go to those finals. And he just eked out that victory and whoop now we have Tony Deppin going on to face either Anthony Green or Jordan Oliver. Now or Jordan Oliver comes out from this match. He's got some tape on and I'm thinking, uh oh what are we going to do here? Is he hurt? What's going on? <laughs> I'm like, oh no! And he faces Anthony Green. Now I know how excited you were to see Anthony Green once. Now you can see him again. He had a and fanny this, pack this time. He had a fanny <laughs> pack this time, which is excellent. <laughs> we love a good wrestling fashion moment. Um, and he comes out just loving life. And, I mean, as far as the second semifinal match goes, this one absolutely delivered. Yes, absolutely. Well, so the first time Anthony Green came out, I was just, like, dazzled, kind of, yeah. like, stunned, you know? <laughs> In a similar way to how the announcement left us so engaged and happy that, like, we could barely focus on the match, right? The first Anthony Green match, I'm so dazzled and overcome by, like, joy over this dude that I'm just like, this is amazing while the match is happening. And I can barely pay attention to it, even though it was good. This time, however, I've seen him. He's got a fanny pack. He's still amazing. He's spectacular. And now I get to really hone in on the wrestling between him and Jordan Oliver. And it was such a great match. Like, it's it's kind of one of those moments where 
you're watching a match and you know that you're going to be talking to your friends about it afterwards and you know that you're going to be like, oh my God, you have to check this out. This is kind of the feeling that I have watching this because these guys have already wrestled in the tournament and then they're coming out and they're delivering this energy just as much as if it were just the first time they came out. It was so good. And I loved the pacing of the show because of that, having the intermission, having the cruiserweight so everybody could sort of rest and recover before coming back out again because then we just got to kick it all right off again in an excellent way. In a completely excellent way, yeah. I thought the pacing of the show was another real reason that it just kind of delivered even more so because it just gave us exactly what we needed at the moment that we needed it. And um, it was a great, great match. And, of course, we get the finals. Jordan Oliver versus Tony Deppen. I mean, whoa. And I was a little nervous for Jordan because I was like, oh, Tony's coming after that shoulder, honey. Just look out. Be ready. (laughs) Poor Jordan and poor Tony wrestling three times in one night, right? But it's going to be great. So we take a brief uh, pause from the GSI, excuse me, and we go right into our championship match. Deshaun Pratt versus Frightmare for the Synergy Championship. Now, at Four of the First Responders, we got to see Frightmare on Pratt Street, which was a cinematic horror show version of the the fight, the street fight vibe between Deshaun Pratt and Frightmare, which led us to this moment to fight for the actual title. Now, these two have had a lot of history together. They've had a lot of tension, a lot of drama in the past. We saw that building up to... Frightmare on Pratt Street, and now we get the actual championship match itself. Now, Frightmare is another being. He is so cool <laughs> to, to watch come out, to watch fight, of course, and Deshaun Pratt is no slouch either. So this one completely went off. It was a little shorter than I thought it was going to be, I'll be honest. And Frightmare just was that good, and he retained that championship, and that sets up what's coming next, which will be Frightmare versus Brandon Kirk later in August. So what did you think of Frightmare and Deshaun Pratt? He's so cool. Yeah. And scary. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like I'm a sucker for a good entrance. And the, the greatest thing about independent wrestling is that you get a lot of play with entrances mm-hmm. and, you know, with theme songs and with moves and characters and all of this and seeing this guy come out and you've got like this, like, dark red lighting and there's like this kind of smoky look i don't even know if they had a fog machine or if my brain was just like there's fog (laughs) (laughs) like i legitimately can't remember if there was or not but in my brain there's fog and there's dark red lighting and he's he's just slinking around like a like a monster and you feel like he's just gonna attack you it was so cool so i was really happy to see him retain here because like Watching him come out and being like, oh, my God, this guy is amazing. And then to see him lose would have been like, oh, man. So I'm really happy that he won. I can't wait to get to know more about him on the next one because, you know, this felt to me like my first real exposure to Frightmare. And I know Mm -hmm. that other people know of him. You know, there are a lot of other people who've mentioned him and talked about him. But it was so cool to just kind of get to experience that for the first time like this in a championship match and then get to see him retain and be like, yes, we get it again. <laughs> it's going to be That's awesome. Right. And it's going to be a battle from him and Brandon Kirk. I'll tell you that coming up in August, it is going to be 
something else. So I'm excited <laughs> that you're like in it for Frightmare because we're about to see an, another amazing championship defense from him. And, and we'll see if he retains this time. I don't know. But uh, Frightmare is, is a two-time champ here at Synergy, if I'm getting my facts correct. So he's a guy that, you know, is solid and reliable not only as your champion, but as a fighting champion and does that so very well. So super excited for him. And I loved that we had this match. And then we had another match right before the finals. And we had a delightful triple threat with Charles Manson, Joey Silver, and Joshua Wells. Joshua Wells making his first Synergy appearance. And he was a delight. So that was super fun. And Joey Silver is just a freaking gem. The man wrestled in his mask the entire time. Absolute respect to you, my pal. Uh, I love it. And then, of course, Charles Manson, who is just somebody to keep your eye on. So this was a super fun triple threat. And uh, our our girl, Tiffany, here loves her some Joey Silver. So (laughs) I saw that you were tweeting each other about it. What did you think? Oh, he was great. So Tiffany's talked a lot about Joey Silver. Yes. And so I was like, when he came out, I was like, oh, great. I've never seen him wrestle. This will be the first time I'll get to watch him. And I really enjoyed watching them. Again, I I love cruiserweight style matches. And this Mm. felt like it was, uh, you know, coming after the cruiserweight crown match. This felt like a great display of their cruiserweight wrestlers and Mm -hmm. kind of a look at who might be gunning for that cruiserweight crown in the future after Casey Cattall comes back. So this was really fun to watch. And I really was impressed with Joey Silver. Dude, also, if a guy could wrestle in a mask, Mm. y'all can go to the grocery store in a mask. Like, I don't Uh, even want to hear it. (laughs) Great, girl. You can walk down the street in a freaking mask if this dude can wrestle an entire ass mask match in a mask that's right so that was great really impressed by these guys great cruiserweight match and it was a nice way to break up again the pacing between the um gsi matches the championship match and then getting into the finals yeah gave us a nice palate cleanser right before we dove into the actual finals of the gsi and and i just want to say too briefly that Charles Manson really impressed me last night. Like, I've seen him wrestle a couple of times now, but this match, he just looked ready. And I'm like, ooh, Casey, you better look out, girl, because when you come back for your number one contendership for the crown versus TJ, uh, that's a guy I could see coming for you. So let's just keep an eye on that one because he's a little yes. wily. He's, he can be trusted, that guy. Well, he's so, also got really great energy, too. He does. Like, I love the dark, emo, angsty energy. Yes. He's got that. And so it was, it's just fun to watch him. So I'm like, yes, one of these guys is going to be gunning after you, Casey. You got to prepare, watch that match. If you're studying at home, you got to watch this one too. Absolutely. And TJ better pay attention because that crown about to be taken from you. So watch out. And that leads us to the finals of the GSI. The last match of the evening of the Garden State Invitational, Tony Deppin versus Jordan Oliver in an absolute smash fest. Oh my God, was this so good. Seeing and understanding the fact that these guys have already wrestled twice this evening, it, it's like an Iron Man in, in a lot of ways, just with like a pause. <laughs> so like they are wrestling in the finals and they've both competed already. And this is to win the Invitational. You get the trophy, you get the accolades, you get the, 
the fanfare, right? So this is a huge deal. And I loved listening to the crowd. That crowd of 55 (laughs) COVID capacity was so in for this match and so on Jordan's side. It's so funny. Like I said earlier when we were talking about it, like I'm used to seeing Jordan GCW get the complete opposite reaction. And Tony is the one getting the accolades in GCW. It is the exact reverse here in synergy. So it's absolutely hilarious. Just to like watch how it goes. These are the top, top of the top right now. And the fact that they made it to the finals and put on this classic. Oh my God. This might've been in my top three favorite matches of the evening. I think it was so great. Oh, I'd have to absolutely agree with you. I think for me, my match of the night was Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed. And then this was right after that. Because, again, this is their third match in one night. And as we're recording this, Jordan Oliver was also on GCW this morning, wrestling his fourth match of the weekend, and will be wrestling again. (laughs) So he'll have five matches that he's wrestling this weekend. It's insane. So watching both of these guys come out and deliver that kind of intensity where they're, again... There's this this format of reaching down with everything that you have. And I don't understand how in the world they had anything left to give. But yeah. they went out and delivered a match as if it was their first match of the night meeting up against each other. And it was just insane. It was so good. I had no idea who was going to win. Once again, I'm going back and forth. You know, Tony Deppin comes out and I'm like, ah, he's going to get this. Jordan Oliver starts kicking his ass. And I'm like, nope, Jordan's got this. Tony Deppin ends up getting the win. And I'm like, oh. Okay. And again, by the time this match ends, all you can do is stand up and applaud them both because they both went out there and delivered just three amazing matches and gave it everything they had to it. Absolutely. And and this match was sponsored by Rexeljoy. So like how cool was that? Oh <laughs> my god, great, it was. What a great <laughs> finals match, you know? And and smart to death we sponsored Tony Deppin's first match. I mean, you listen, it's just a joy to support these guys. And that final for WrestleJoy to be sponsoring, it's like, how do you get better than that? It was amazing. You're absolutely right. At the end, it just was a lot of applause for them both. I thought they did so great. And uh, my God, Tony Deppin won GSI 2020. And there he was with his trophy in the end. And I just was looking at him like, yes, honey, you deserve it. And I felt the same. I would have felt the same way if Jordan Oliver had won. So that's the kind of match that you want. You want to go into a finals of a tournament like that and legitimately feel like either one could take it home and that you could be so happy and so pleased and so supportive of whomever actually took the trophy. And congratulations, Tony Deppin. Look great with that trophy. That thing's huge. He rocked it like Tanahashi rocks the air guitar. Like he was yeah. rocking out with it as a guitar through the, you know, the audience. And, yeah. you know, when you look at Synergy and you look at, you know, their history now with the GSI tournament and you've got their first year having Retro Anthony Green, who's amazing, by the way, yeah. uh, as their first winner. And now Tony Deppin as the second winner of the GSI tournament. That is a great list of alumni to have for this tournament. And I feel like either one of them would have been an amazing representation of the Garden State Invitational, of Synergy Wrestling, and of the best that independent wrestling can bring. But having Tony Deppin up there, that is a well-deserved win. That's a fantastic accolade. And my God, he deserved it after all of that. 
Yeah, I agree. It it was awesome. And, and what a showcase for Synergy. You're right. Anthony Green, now Tony Deppin. You know, you can only imagine the name that would be added for the women's, the WGSI in December, and then next year's set of tournaments as well. It's going to be a fun time. And what a show this was and what a promotion that Synergy is. It's so nice to to turn on indie wrestling and come away from it feeling so happy and so joyful that you just spent your money on something that was completely worth it and that more people are getting eyes on. That to me is the best thing about it is that more and more people are starting to watch this promotion and support this promotion and not only, you know, the talent that's in the ring, but the promotion actually itself, everyone backstage as well. I think they just do great work and I'm super happy for them and I'm super happy for us. What a great weekend of wrestling. Absolutely. No, I love Synergy. I love that the compassion that they have when Colin comes out and he gives his speeches, you know, the guy means it and you know, the company means it and you know that they, the nice thing about independent wrestling is that they have the freedom to experiment and try new things. Right. And Synergy takes a lot of heart and sincerity into trying new things. And they seem to really care and have a great amount of respect for the wrestlers that are wrestling with them, that are on their roster. And likewise, the wrestlers that work with them have a great amount of respect for Synergy. So it's really nice. (laughs) There's a Synergy there. (laughs) It's really nice to uh, see that beautiful relationship go back and forth that seems to be built on sincerity and compassion and just good old-fashioned kick-ass wrestling oh amen beautifully said we can, we'll just leave it there i can't top that amy so that was perfect um i want to thank you so much for coming and chatting the show with me i'm so glad uh, i had a buddy to come and talk with it's about yes. this show it's so special and i love talking with you so this was super fun um please let everybody know where they can find you and of course everything that's going on with Russell Joy because people need to hop on that train if they aren't already. Absolutely. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Phoenix AEW. You can find Russell Joy at Russell Joy on Twitter or go to WrestleJoy.com and there you will find interviews and articles, podcasts. The lovely Queen is a part of our podcast lineup with her cup of joy, which I adore, that comes out every Friday. Um, we are relatively new. We're just over a month old. We've had interviews with Drew McIntyre, Shawn Michaels, lots of indies, and uh, there's just a lot of fun. We cover everybody. We just cover the joy in wrestling. Oh, what's not to love about that? <laughs> well, do yourselves a favor and follow my friend Amy on her Twitter, and of course, follow Russell Joy for listen the best joy and happiness that you can find. <laughs> so please do that. <laughs> And of course, as always, my dear ones, as you're listening, enjoy the rest of your day. Watch GCW Homecoming Part 2 in a few hours. (laughs) Follow Synergy at Synergy Wrestle on Twitter and continue to be kind to one another. (laughs) 